Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, man. How do I look in Garnet? What do you guys think? Is it a good color for me? Uh, unlike some at South Carolina, I actually know the difference between Garnet and Maroon, Chris Phillips. But it is, <laughs> it, is, it, is uh, it is great to be here with you guys, man. Uh, thanks so much for having me, as always, man. What's good? Mark, I can laugh at that because I've got a good buddy of mine. There's nothing that irks him more then South Carolina's struggle to nail down the color garnet, right? You go to a Gamecocks game or go to Williams-Brice Stadium even, and some of the signs are like, they're red, and then you got some that are like deep maroon, and you got some that are the right color. It's just like, it's all over the place, man. So I I, uh, I can respect that. I can, I can respect that. So I will say I think you're a little bit closer to the Texas A&M, Virginia Tech maroon, but I mean – it can pass. It'll it must pass. be the lighting. It must be the it lighting, must, Chris. That's yeah. always the excuse, Mark. That's the yeah. beautiful thing. That's always the excuse. Well, Mark, you know, I, I wasn't planning on kicking off your segment with this. I thought we'd just go ahead and dive right to the South Carolina-Clemson game. But uh, the big news today, and I know you're going to have some strong opinions on this because it's not just something that affects South Carolina. Obviously, I believe it was yesterday. Florida had a pair of their top defenders into the transfer portal now it comes out this morning. Juice Wells is expected to, he's all but confirmed it, enter the transfer portal. Your immediate reaction to that news and what it means for South Carolina. Well, it's it's devastating. And you've got to feel as though you were completely used by a player and a system. Um, what? Why are these rules about, uh, you know, accepting NIL money, why are they under wraps? Does he have to pay that back, Chris? Does anybody know? If you put, like, if you're a Gamecock fan and you put money into a collective, why would you do that again if some of that money went to Juice Wells and that's the result that you got on it? You ordered a large pizza, Chris. They came out with a slice for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's your large pizza. No, I ordered a large pizza. You gave me a slice. I'm not paying for a large pizza. You already did. You already did pay for a Chris, um, you know, Gamecock fans have been taken to the cleaners. And I'm curious if you're hearing the same thing I am, man. There is concern among some in the Gamecocks football building that uh, what is a drip could become a flood. What is a drizzle could become a tsunami. Okay. This is not Mark Ryan making any massive predictions. All I'm saying is that I I've heard from a few different places now, and I'm, I'm just curious if you're mm. hearing the same thing, Chris. 
that there is concern in the football offices as to just how deep this crack, this mass exodus could be. Yeah, Mark, I've definitely heard this morning that, uh, and I don't believe that Juice Wells will be the final Gamecock that hits the portal. Obviously, just because even I hadn't heard anything, that's the nature of the beast when it comes to transfer portal. But I have heard this morning that there could be multiple starters that join Juice Wells in the portal. So it's, uh, again, nothing confirmed, like you, but I have heard the same things in regards to there's concern with some other players, some other contributors, some guys that made impacts down the stretch. I'll just leave it at that, that uh, could find themselves entering the portal as soon as today, over the next couple of days, what have you. I mean, again, Mark, you mentioned, and I agree with you, something has to give, something has to change, because I was just mentioning before you came on, like I really genuinely feel for these people that run these collectives. They've built a business around these collectives they're running and operating, and a situation like the Juice Wells things ha- things happen. And you got to try to convince people that your money's not just completely going to waste. I well, mean, well, and this that, is a case where, 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 where is Beamer to explain this to folks? Hmm. You know, what is the bleeping explanation here? Why, Shane? Why were you coy all year? And when, I was going to say, when, Mark, when, now you know, it explains. You coy all year. Yeah, people continue that. to funnel money into the collective. You're hmm. coy. You know what this is, man? It's like there are executives in professional sports. Daryl Morey comes to mind, Philadelphia 76ers, where he will defend the player until the end of time because in the back of his mind, he knows that in order to get future players, he has to be pro player. So mm-hmm. even when the player is wrong, he defends the player. And everybody knows it's, it's full of BS. This smells of that, Chris. It's just like, bro, you know, you got great Gamecock fans, loyal Gamecock fans, putting money into this collective. To what? What are they paying for? You know? Like, how upset will you be if if Juice Wells catches two touchdown passes in his first game with somebody else next year? Like, how will that sit with Gamecock Nation? Like, what was the explanation for why he wasn't playing? When I hear, um, you know, physically he's ready. But mentally, he's not. I think, okay, that means it could be something like depression, which we need to take seriously. Or it could be like, what is it? Juice Well says, no, 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 man. I'm not playing this week, but I'm not going to the NFL draft. I'll be back next year. Can we just like, look, man, can we just get an explanation about what's going on? That, that, I mean, that's, that's, all, that's all we're saying. You know, that's all we're saying because of HIPAA guidelines. You know, sometimes you can't get the answer, but, you know, I, I truly feel, Chris, that the Gamecock, Gamecock Nation is owed an explanation from either Beamer or Juice Wells. And if I'm Shane Beamer, I'm going to Juice Wells and I'm saying, look, man, at this point, either you're going to say something and I am, but we're not about to do these people this way where you've just strung, we've just strung them along. You've collected money and I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to be pro player because, man, I can't be anti-player or we're not going to get the next juice wells who did what for you who just took your money and sat and and didn't play chris and then there's the next layer of this to me and that is i am a firm believer of judging people based on what they can control right it's why chris i have the biggest i have a huge problem with the resume argument in college football it's like you know we we treat college football like it's college basketball and you've got 40 games to build a resume. You don't. 
You know that. Hey, you know, how, how long this year before the last month did you hear, who is Georgia beaten? What, does that mean they're not the best team in America? Hmm. Who, what do you mean, who have they beaten? They've beaten who they've played. They tried to schedule Oklahoma. They had a game scheduled against Oklahoma. Because Oklahoma is joining the SEC, uh, the game against Oklahoma got replaced with a game against the Island of Misfit Toys. You see what I'm saying? So, so to me, man, like I, I don't, I don't understand the resume arguments. Like, no, man, like so. so you're t- what you're telling me um, is if you took the Philadelphia Eagles and put them in the Mountain West, they don't deserve to be in the playoff because they played a Mountain West schedule. You, they, they wouldn't be one of the four best teams in America. I hate that. Tying that back into Shane Beamer, tying that back into other coaches, Chris. It's like we want to form a judgment, and a judgment is going to be formed on Shane Beamer uh, in part because of this year, in part because of next year, in part be, uh, based on what happens. How much of that can he control? Can he, can he control, man? Seriously. If uh, South Carolina has another six scholarship offensive linemen go down next year, Gamecock fans aren't going to want to hear the explanation for why they're three and seven. You see what I'm saying? They're not going to want to hear that explanation. They, they, they just want production, no excuses now. There is no rule that you can only have 20 players from a team out of the transfer portal. Everybody can leave. You could be left with nothing. You could literally be left with nothing. So it, you realize just how hard it is to become a head coach in today's day and age because, Chris, you and I are going to have our success or failure numbers. You know, we're not going to bend on those numbers. Mm. And then what, what is going to happen is a bunch of stuff that Billy Napier can't control, that Shane Beamer can't control, all of which points to, man, you got to create something like Georgia's created, like Alabama's created, where players essentially don't want to transfer, right? Like they know they're in the it spot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mark, just really quickly, this will tickle your fancy. It's just reported DJ Uyunglele is also back in the transfer uh. portal. <laughs> hey, I mean, 
I, I, I'll just say this. Well, we're going to get off of this. There, there's a ton to discuss and unwrap. But at some point, there has to be contracts, right? Like the way that coaches are incentivized, like the way they're incentive-based in their contract, you have to do this to get this. We have to get to that point, right? Like I, I, I am all for guys making money off their name, image, likeness. But like you can't ask people to invest in something and – I think of it like a real estate agent asking for 300 grand from somebody and saying that you say, and where's the house? He says, well, just trust me, bro. It's coming. And then he, and then it never gets delivered. And he's like, there was no contract. There was no paperwork. Oh, well, I mean, in no other facet of the world, does it work that way where there's just no paperwork? There's nothing binding. Right. I mean, would you agree? Like, again, this is affecting Florida. This is affecting everybody. What do you, when you look at the landscape, like what is the solution? Yeah, Chris, it works the same in, in sports media, honestly. Like, we have deals like athletes have deals. And it gets you get to a point sometimes where management says, no, 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 we need to sign you now. You know, like, pushing this off is not going to work for us anymore, right? Like, that's you, – you do get to those points sometimes, man. Um, my bigger issue, man, is this. Part of our responsibility to young people is to help mold them with a good value system and understanding what the word commitment means. Did you hear Coach Prime's statement today, Chris, that, you know, these guys aren't they don't stay committed to their girl. You expect them to stay committed to a school. Right. I mean, how, how are you how do you expect them to stay committed to a school like we are doing a piss poor job of instilling the value of commitments? Now, Coach Prime said what he wants is once a player is committed, he can't take any more visits. It's kind of what Dabo Sweeney does. Don't commit to me and, unless you're done, right? Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a value in that. But deeper than that, man, is the fact that like we are allowing these kids now to transfer twice without penalty, three times without penalty if you become a graduate student. And it just, you know, it creates a ton of social media interest, Chris, but it doesn't create anything in the way of team building. Because you are piecemealing together a roster every single season. Billy Napier, Shane Beamer, uh, Dabo to a lesser extent because of what he's built at Clemson. But because of this lack of commitment and the lack of a penalty to leave, like there has never been um, a more weak concept of team mm -hmm. in the history of college football. I mean, can, can you dispute that? Has there ever been a more weak concept of team? I don't feel like playing the bowl game. I'm going to go to the NFL draft. Uh, I don't feel like being here anymore. They've signed another quarterback. You know, um, there is no we, – we, the, the, the transfer policy that's in place totally flies in the face of teaching young people the value of commitment, right? Because they don't have to be committed to anything. There is no penalty – for a lack of commitment. Well, Mark Ryan, what would you say if he's in a bad situation? Bad head coach. Buried on the depth charts. You can transfer once without penalty. You can transfer twice and sit out a year. Okay? If you use your one get-out-of-jail-free card, you damn well better pick the right choice the second time. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's a joke, man. It, it really is a joke. And in due to an absolute... And due to absolutely being petrified of another lawsuit, the NCAA has washed its hands of all this. Oh, you get a transfer and you get a transfer and you get an extra year and you get an extra year.
And now you got six seventh year players on fourth and fifth schools and college sports. Now, Chris is worse than free agency in sports. At least they have salary caps. At least they have moves that they can and cannot make. There is nothing you can't do anymore. One to two million to rent a player for a year. Chris, I'm, I'm just riffing right now, but I, I will say this to you, man. The Gamecocks better not go after K.J. Jefferson. That's the last thing they need. That's the last damn thing they need right now. You know, it is the most selfish act, and we saw Will Muschamp do this. His final year, right, went with Colin Hill over Holinsky. How did that work out? I'm just, I'm just curious. How did that work out? <laughs> Colin, Colin was it Colin Hill? Is Colin right? Hill. Yeah, right? not not Colin well. Hill. Colin okay. Colin Hill will one day be the answer to a trivia question because I feel like only diehard fans are those that are involved in some sort of South Carolina media. But if, if you're not in the Palmetto State, uh, 10 years from now, you're going to have no clue who Colin well, for, Hill well, was. For Will Muschamp, <laughs> it was Colin. For, for Will Muschamp, it was Colin died on that hill. You know, that Indeed. was that was yes. that's what it was for Will Muschamp. But look, man. You got to think about not what's best for you, Shane Beamer. What's best for the program? You know, fans thinking very surface level, Chris, not all fans, but some. Oh, man, K.J. Jefferson. Wow, man, that, that'd, be, that'd be tight to have him at quarterback. Yeah, until he makes his next transfer. Until it, it doesn't work out again. How about build around the guys that have committed to your program and truly want to be part of your program? You know, um, is it best for South Carolina to have another Band-Aid, another rental, especially when this dude has a very similar skill set to Lenora Sellers? Or is it best to play Lenora Sellers? Now, that decision, man, could be the difference between winning seven games next year and five. But I'll still tell you this. I'm, I'm rolling with Lenora's because I want to develop something. I want to build a team, a core. And if, if the Gamecocks go after K.J. Jefferson, what that tells me is that Beamer has made the same desperation play that Muschamp did with Colin Hill and that he's more concerned with saving his own ass than what's truly best for the program. Do you agree? The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP 
SP or SUP for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. I think that's a very interesting take, Mark Ryan. I, I, I said this, and I actually posted a clip on this this morning. I agree with you. I don't think South Carolina should be seeking out a quarterback to come in and start. I don't have an issue with adding KJ from the sense of competition because it worked out well for Ole Miss. It pushed Jackson Dart to be the best version of himself. So I would agree with you seeking out a guy like KJ Jefferson, who's probably asking for the money he's asking for as a starting quarterback. I can't imagine he's going somewhere not to play. I would agree with you. But I had not made the Muschamp Colin Hill connection till you brought it up, and I mean it's fair. I mean it's it's very fair. So well, look, I, look, it's, it's yeah. nobody's saying that KJ Jefferson and Colin Hill are on par in terms of a talent right. standpoint. Right. That's a great disservice to KJ <laughs> Jefferson. At the same point, man, you you consider where this Gamecock program is. You want to build something, man. You know, you want to build something. You want to build a core. You, you want to establish something. You know, Spencer Rattler allowed the Gamecocks, for the most part, to bridge a gap without the wheeling, wheels falling off in the program, right? Now there's much better recruits coming in. Now you have a chance to build something. I, I'm here to tell you, Chris, if, if Beamer signs K.J. Jefferson, it tips me off that he's desperate. And it also tips me off that even though we haven't gotten the announcement that Beamer's coming back this year, right? That we might as well, because you guys know my theory. When you have to announce that your coach is coming back the following year, he's one year away from being fired. That would be the most desperation of desperation moves. And to me, it's clearly not what's best for the program. And I had Gamecock fans defending Will Muschamp when he went with older 24-year-old veteran quarterback to try to save his own ass. And it did nothing good for the program. Nothing. Nothing. Build through Lenora Sellers. That's your guy. That's hmm. your star. It is true. You may not win as many games with him next year. Guess what? That's okay. Build something for the future. And to your point, Mark, and again, we're, we're looking ahead to 2024, and we're talking about something that may or may not even happen, but to your point, I'll say this. You went 5-7 and seven with Spencer Rattler this year. If you go 5-7 and seven with Lenora Sellers next year, you can at least spin it as, to your point, we're building a core with our young guys and we're building for the future and we're going to pop off in 2025. If you go 5-7 and seven with K.J. Jefferson after doing that, 
I, I just, I don't know. I don't know that you'll be back in 2025. So that could be the implications of that decision. Mark, we've gotten this far and haven't even talked about the game. It's funny, the Carolina-Clemson game kind of feels like the footnote now for some reason because of everything that's taken place this week. I mean, heck, we're not even going to get into Spencer Rattler declaring for the NFL draft. That was news over the last 24 hours. But let's talk about the game specifically. Mark, I said it was one of the worst Palmetto Bowls I've ever seen in regards to just boring, unentertaining, but Clemson has their way. They uh, dominate on both lines of scrimmage. As we mentioned, a turnover aided Clemson to a nine-point win, the early blunder by South Carolina, and uh, the Gamecocks offense just could never get going uh, to obviously keep South Carolina out of a bowl game, five and seven finish. Your overall thoughts on the game, what you saw, and your biggest takeaways from Clemson's victory over South Carolina. I couldn't believe how easy it was for Clemson. I couldn't believe how easy it was, Chris. Um, if you had told any Gamecock fan, Clemson's not going to score an offensive touchdown in this game, okay, before the game, you would have had Gamecock fans dancing naked in the streets, Chris, naked in the streets, sure that they were going to win. How do you explain? Now, I know Clemson's got a defense and Florida does not, but how do you explain scoring 39 points against the Gators and seven points against Clemson. There was not a single moment in that game where I felt like Clemson was threatened. Not a single moment. There wasn't a single second in that game where I, especially when you start with the, with the fumble six, right? Return for a touchdown. There was not a single moment where I felt like Clemson wasn't going to win that game. Um, and that's, a disgrace to, to have that game at home. I've got all these Gamecock fans floating me stats. Beamers eight and one at home in night games, you know, and then I got uh, my friends at BetQL in Las Vegas telling me the night game stuff doesn't matter, man. Like it's just, it just doesn't, it just really doesn't matter. So, um, so anyway, um, Chris, it's, I, 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 I'm sure you were surprised as well, right? Seven points you're surprised at. You're surprised that Clemson can win the game without scoring an offensive touchdown. You're surprised that, you know, Clemson could essentially shut it down. You know, um, they could essentially shut it down. They could they could run their offense going 30 miles an hour the whole game, you know, uh, in a car that's capable of 120. They, they, they cruised at 30 miles an hour the whole game because they didn't have to do anything else. And when you've got a QB as mistake-prone as Cade Klubnik is, why would you do anything more than what you had to see uh, right there? That was the most surprising thing to me, man, is that, uh, and I won't even blame Rattler for this, is that they were able to give him so little time and so little protection with a defense otherwise playing very, very good football for the Gamecocks. They weren't even able to threaten, man. I mean, I, you know, I heard, I remember Beamer saying after the North Carolina game, you guys are going to look bad who make fun of this offensive line later in the season. I'm still waiting to look bad, Shane. I'm still, I'm still waiting. Can you wake me up when I look bad, Shane? Okay. Uh, please wake me up because I felt like I was watching the damn North Carolina game all over again. You know? It's funny, Mark, you bring that up because I'd honestly forgotten about that comment until you just reminded me. Um, yeah, no, it, it is funny. You guys are going to regret it. it. You guys, yeah, wait till you it, see how good this offensive line is. Yeah, and I mean, it, it It brings me to this, Mark, because you asked me this on your show on Monday, and I mean, it goes without saying, though, that, you know, from the opening snap in Charlotte 
to the final whistle against Clemson, the season was an utter disaster. And it was a cataclysmic failure, as you've said many times. And I, I just I don't think anybody I don't think anybody can have any debate or you know, banter against that, if you will. And to your point, I, I was surprised the overall flow of the game. I thought South Carolina at home at night. I picked Clemson to win, but I thought it would be much more of a a fight, a competitive game, because even though that game was a nine-point loss, Mark, it felt like a 90-point loss. I mean, it really just – I mean, South Carolina at one point, Mark, after that touchdown in the first quarter, it, it was mid-fourth quarter, and I think they had like two yards after the first quarter. I, I mean, literally just – could do nothing negative play after negative play when you look back on this 2023 season Mark Ryan year three of Shane Beamer a year that we all deem was so important need to get to eight wins the goal is nine and three you finish five and seven briefly in your own words your biggest takeaways are what you're going to remember most from the 2023 season and the temperature of Shane Beamer's seat now going into 2024. This guy, James Kendall, is cracking me up. Can you take it easy on us today, Mark? It's pretty rough, and a few of us are about to eat broken glass. <laughs> James, James, don't do that, brother. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, this was the year where Shane Beamer got his reality, reality check, where the honeymoon ended between he and Gamecock fans. He has been incredibly loyal to the Gamecocks in a way that most of the players on the team have not. I understand um, in a program with a fan base that has been kicked as much as Gamecock fans have been kicked, wanting to hitch your wagon to someone who truly loves you and is loyal to you. I get that. I get that. At the same time, value and appreciate um, what it means to have expectations for your program, right? Chris, I think Billy Napier is in an identical position to Shane Beamer. And the difference is Billy Napier just finished year two and Beamer finished year three. Shouldn't be that way. Shouldn't be that way. The difference is the expectation. Uh, you know, it's there's a feeling uh, of Gator fans of win next year or else, you know. And you tell me, Chris, is that feeling there with Shane Beamer right now? Is there a feeling there of win next year or else? If not, there should be. But, uh, but, you know, and again, how much of this can Beamer even control, you know? Uh, certainly, if there's a mass exodus of players from your team, you're not doing something right. You know, I heard Josh Pate say uh, last night about Billy Napier, he's like, Florida's the most undisciplined, inconsistent team. And I don't get the sense that's who Billy Napier is. Uh, so something about his message is not connecting with the program. And he said that I'm not Mr. Fire, the coach guy. You're not going to hear that on this show. But I do not feel good about the Billy Napier trajectory at Florida right now. And he said that. Well, to me, where Beamer is at, in, at South Carolina should be the same place that Napier is at Florida right now. And um, there should be, there damn well better be pressure for him to produce next year. You know, a second straight losing season with the cupcakes that are in the non-conference schedule next year for this Gamecocks team. Who is it, Chris? Wofford State Eastern University. Uh, of- <laughs> Wofford, what? Old Dominion, Akron, and then there's Vandy and SEC play. So to your point, that's four wins. So I, I think five and seven are worse for Beamer. And to your point, Mark, and I mentioned this yesterday, and I was surprised there wasn't more pushback from people because I just seemed to be able to ruffle feathers, no pun intended, with Gamecock Nation. 
I think Beamer gets till 2025. What pains me in saying that is if they go five and seven next year, he should be fired. At a program with real expectations, he would be fired. Let's establish one thing, too, okay? If he wins five and seven, goes five and seven next year, Chris, that means he won one game. One real game, yes. One real game, yes. Four wins are baked in to that schedule, okay? This is an eight-game schedule. Gamecocks are starting four and oh. So if he finishes five and seven, that means he went one and seven against the real games on his schedule. Okay. There's no, oh, he went six and six this year. That's good. That's garbage. Are you kidding me? Two and six. He had, you know, the four wins baked in, four preseason games. You went two and six. Oh, good year. Bowl eligible. Come on, man. Come on. So, Chris, you're saying right now, Five and seven next year, you want him replaced? Do I have you on record as saying that? No, you don't. I, I'm not. I'm not going on record on that. Four and eight or worse, and uh, I think the seat is scorching. I, I, I've been the fire the coach guy, Mark. Before I'm not trying to start the campaign right now. I say let the season play out first. Um, no, I'm not saying that at all. I, I'm just saying that again. I think he gets till 2025. I think in a program with higher expectations, that record five and seven or worse would absolutely get him fired. I don't know that it's South Carolina. It will. Um, but I'm not ready to go on record and say that I said fire sheet. <laughs> I, I, forgive me. Forgive me. I've, I've, uh, I was the fire must champ guy, Mark, for, uh, for two years, and it was rather exhausting. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off on that take. But yeah, to no, your he, point, you don't have, to the point you, you said, to, that, to the point that you said, I think the seat is warm. As it should be. You you shouldn't go five and seven and have a comfortable seat. It it should be warm. And we said on Monday show, I think seven and five or better needs to be the expectation in 2024. Because Mark, to be fair, you bring him back after five and seven. Well, year five, people aren't gonna care you went five and seven the year before. They're gonna say if you don't go nine and three or better, you're out. Right? Or or right. at minimum right. eight and four. So like you at least have to build to that. Going five and seven again, or God forbid, worse isn't building to that. So depending, I mean, listen, depending on how things shake out the rest of this portal cycle, depending how it looks next season, five and seven with, with six blowouts. I mean, I, again, I don't want to go on record and say fire shame, but I'm just saying the, the pressure is going to keep ramping up. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go. If, if um, five and seven this year, seven and five should be the minimum expectation next year. And then it should move up from there. All right. If you're Beamer, my issue with Billy Napier, Chris, is I believe his floor is five and seven and his ceiling is nine and three. And at Florida, a ceiling of nine and three isn't good enough. Now, if you've identified that about him, that there's going to be mistakes on disciplined play to which above nine and three is not possible. What must be done eventually should be done immediately. Right. Uh, And should you wait 10 years with Billy Napier? And then look back and say, man, that Mark Ryan guy was right. We were never worse than five and seven. We were never better than nine and three, right? Like, should you have to go through 10 years of that, of missing the playoff every year, a 12-team playoff, to get to that point? The expectation from Gamecock fans is to make a playoff, right? The bowl bowl system is about to be worse than it's ever been, Chris, especially when we go to 12. I mean, it will literally be the Pro Bowl, it'll be viewed as like a flag football game, of the bowl games, to those teams that don't make the playoff. So it's going to be the haves who make the playoff and the have-nots who don't. And 
Gamecock fans rightfully expect to make a playoff. Florida fans expect to make a playoff every year. Every year that you don't make the 12-team playoff, it's going to be a bust. It's going to be a failure. Anyway, brother, that's where I'm at. All fired up. Don't like the direction of college football. Don't like where this is headed. There is no concept of team anymore. And you know who loses in that? You, me, and all the fans who long for the days when it really meant something to be a Gator, to be a Gamecock, to be a Tiger, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well said, Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate. Mark, I'm going to get you out of here. I appreciate you being gracious with your time, my friend. Really good stuff. And I I know you guys are going to have a jam-packed show today, 3-7. to Mark Ryan, the Fan Upstate. Check him out at Mark Ryan on air on social media. Mark, appreciate you taking the time, my friend. It's always a blast. Always, guys. Thanks so much. Be well. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.